Dear gentle listener, a warm welcome to Dear Mind. I am quite literally your storyteller, Shri Vidya Shivakumar. Dear Mind aims to create and encourage conversations around mental health. We do this through stories, through the shared experiences that teach us that we are not alone. We are, after all, our stories, and our stories are us. Today's story is the one that almost went away. It's been written by Smita Murthy. Smita has spent over two decades working on and with content. She's the co-founder of two ventures, Life Wordsmith Content and Mind Stories. Smita is the co-author of an epistolary memoir and writes for leading newspapers and magazines, including Deccan Herald and Kitab. The One That Almost Went Away This intriguingly titled story introduces us to Arav, who seems to be poised on the crossroads deep in thought during the rain. Who or what almost went away? Does the rain help or hinder Arav? What does Arav decide? Does he decide at all? Let's find out. The One That Almost Went Away by Smita Murti It is raining. A short, sweeping storm typical of Bengaluru. Arav stands at the window, staring at the rain falling in waves. It is beautiful. The dark clouds, the gulmohar tree swaying to the breeze and the rain. Rain. Arav loved rain. Dark, stormy rain. Gentle, pattering rain. Rain in all its colours and forms. He loved them all. He took out his iPhone and clicked a photo, and there it was, captured in digital posterity. It wasn't complete, though. It didn't feel complete. Arav walked over to his desk. It's strewn with books, an old laptop he refuses to give away because his tata gifted it to him five years ago, and a photo of Appa and Amma smiling into time. He yanks the drawer open, and there they are, his old friends. All these colours, pastels, brushes, palettes, pencils, they lie in an untidy heap. You have abandoned us, they seem to say. I haven't abandoned you, he says, softly caressing the brushes. Tubes of acrylic paint still wearing their old colours. 
But it has been a while, says the filbert brush, known for blending colours seamlessly. Yes, he murmurs, a long while. The nine-age pencils spoke up. Forgot us, huh? he asks. No, you are always in my mind, Arif says, picking up the nine-age pencil. How much he had used this one for its precision, the light shading it always gave. So, why don't you work with us anymore? It hurts, asks 6B. The softest of them all, but the one producing the boldest lines. Also known to be a trifle dramatic. Arav sighs. He glances at his phone. There's a new message in the family WhatsApp group. Someone congratulating his cousin for getting into IIT. The rain is heavier now. The branches of the Gulmohar creaking as they brushed his window. And there it is again, that ache, that ache that never goes away. To sketch the scene, to colour life. You really need to be serious, Appa had thundered when he said he wanted to study at the JJ School of Art in Mumbai. Ah, Mumbai, that city of his old dreams. You can do all this art as a hobby. But Kanna, you need to get good marks. Study, work and then do all this on the side, Amma had added. He had tried, desperately, secretly, had tried to apply to the JJ school, but he hadn't been good enough. They never knew his parents. Of the joy of capturing colours, of bringing what his heart felt to life, of the sheer warmth of working with paints, with coaxing texture on canvas. They saw his future. Their idea of happiness began with a degree and ended with a house. And so, he had to throw them. Fine, Appa, he had said. I will focus. I will make you proud, he said, as his father beamed. C-E-T, C-A-T, I-I-T. These were the letters in his life now. Not 6B, not 9H, not H-B. The brushes looked at him though. Come on, they urged. We are nothing without you, the pencils piped up. And from underneath them all, the canvas grumbled. Aren't you going to give me something to do? Rain. Rain. Damn it all. Arav grabbed his easel, propped the canvas and took out the palette. Took out the filbert and threw the boldest strokes. Colours of yellow, orange and red seeped in. All his pain. Of not being good enough. Of doing what he never wanted. Paint, pain. What's the difference? 
He sketched the rain, the swaying gulmohar, and then the brushes danced. He closes his eyes. Seven colors leaped up from his palette. The brushes aligned themselves quickly behind the gulmohar. Yellow gave his light. And then they all came together. There they were when Arav opens his eyes. A rainbow. Postscript Arav never did go to IIT. He founded an art therapy school which teaches others to express their emotions through colours, pastels and paint. Dear gentle listener, perhaps you relate to Arav or you know someone like him. I know that I do. A school friend who was in HR and operations for over a decade quit the corporate life to start a Momo shop in Bangalore and it's one of the most popular ones in the city right now. Another became an entrepreneur after long stints with huge companies like ExxonMobil, Shell Petroleum and Total Essay. A student, now friend, armed with an MBA from SPGen and work experience in the UK, started her own companies with a focus on employee satisfaction and on training needs. Dreams are powerful, aren't they? Despite the challenges, ask an entrepreneur if they'd like to do anything else and they'll probably say no. In my own case, I chose to embrace a slightly, mm, let's call it bohemian life, instead of a full-time professorship at a college. One of the biggest concerns is the loss of a steady income. One of its biggest gifts is the opportunity to do a variety of things. Arav's decision to choose the less travelled of the two roads that diverged in the woods, as Robert Frost would say, could not have been easy. He's had to face emotional, financial and familial pressure in pursuit of his goal and none of it has stopped him. But there's a point about dreams that Smita Murthy rightly pointed out. Dreams can be shaped. Dreams can be shaped. Arav wanted to be an artist and could not. So he did the best that he could do. He combined the best of two worlds. And it benefited not just him, but the many whose lives are touched by his art therapy sessions. Vincent van Gogh says, I dream of painting and then I paint my dream. Painting your dream to me is the attention to detail, right? Trying to find a viable method actioning that dream. That's what Arav does. And that was a standout point in that story for me. For me, the dream of making a livelihood and a life with words has taken on multiple shapes as a teacher, editor, and now a podcast host. In fact, not just my dreams, but my life has been shaped by this thought. Maybe connecting a thought and a plan to a dream is what dreams are truly made of, isn't it? Tell me, what are your dreams? 
you for listening to Dear Mind. This is a Mind Stories production. I hope the story helped create a space to have those tough conversations. If you did like Dear Mind, please consider leaving a rating or review on your podcast app. Your support matters. And finally, do email us at podcast at mindstories.com to share your thoughts. I'll see you in two weeks with another story. Take care and bye for now.